Hello, and welcome to the Astrology Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Tiana, and today we will be discussing the third house in astrology. So, this bears repeating at this point in my astrology house series, but again, a quick note I want to express before we get into it is that it's important to note that all natal chart placements are interpreted by various astrologers differently. That's why so many astrologers define different placements in very different ways. And I think it's important to listen to many different interpretations so you can see which vibes are best with you and also get a better, well-rounded idea of what may be indicated for each placement in your chart. Finally, keep in mind that the third house is only one area of your chart. And without considering all other placements and aspects, it can only represent a small piece of the wider vision that makes up you and your life. Okay, so in astrology, the third house is a cadent house. Its natural ruler is Gemini, and its natural planetary ruler is Mercury. It's often referred to as the house of communication, and this includes communication between ourselves and amongst those close to us, such as siblings and neighbors, written and verbal communications, and also our mental intellect broadly, and we'll get into that. So the third house is the ruler of the lower mind. It rules our intellect, communications, again, siblings and neighbors, acquaintances, early childhood and primary education, learning and communication skills, our thoughts, short trips, and speaking and writing, languages, conversation, gossip, and media. The third house can reveal how a person perceives information, how they conduct research, their approach, and how they analyze problems, technology, and any skills they may have in writing, speaking, reading, and editing. It encompasses a person's ability and desire to study, learn, explore languages, or to become a teacher or speaker. It broadly rules our analytical ability we possess within our environment and our practical sensibilities. We use our intelligence to help us work effectively within the tangible material world, and this third house can indicate exactly how we're moving through that world and what is our approach to moving through it in the way that we think is most effective. Our minds are powerful and maximize our potential or difficulties in moving through the material world using our ability to communicate and connect, to learn and teach, and transmute our best ideas into creation. The third house also rules over commerce, sales, marketing, public relations, motivational speaking, self-promotion, the presentation of ideas and proposals, and writing up contracts and agreements. It covers our local community, such as neighbors or your neighborhood, short distance trips and local transportation. This house also rules our relationships with our siblings, cousins, and acquaintances, and our relatives broadly. It rules fundamental education, so that's nursery school through high school. The ninth house rules higher education, so it's important not to get caught up in like things like university or vocations. Those would hit ninth house more than the third house. The third house rules our perception of our childhood experiences and the foundation for our style of learning, communicating, speaking, and teaching. And it includes how we deal with and recognize the world around us. 
So this can encompass how we harness whatever gifts we have regarding the intellect and how we share it with others or use it to better connect with others. It can rule over talents and skills, our capacity for truth and lies. Uh, Mercury, which is a native ruler of this house, was also known as the god of lies and deception. Um, so the cleverness and charm of this house, or lack thereof, depending on what you have here, can indicate manipulation sometimes. It rules over phones, letters, television, radio, the internet, and social media. And also low-level communication, such as everyday discussions, gossip, casual, casual socializing, banter, and chit-chat. Depending on which planets you have placed here in the third house, it allows us to comprehend and define the lenses through which we define and see our reality. And if there are malefic planets in the third house or unfavorable aspects, there may be some issues or conflicts concerning communication and transportation. So uh, this may include phone issues, messages that are sent but never received, um, transportation issues again, learning or speaking disabilities even, or general issues that we might have when communicating with others. And that said, when positive or benefic planets are seated in the third house or aspected positively, a person can be gifted in areas of communication. So they may be exceptionally charming when speaking, have unique abilities to connect with others via communication, incredible talents for storytelling, clever ideas, or a unique form of expression. It can also create gifted artists such as sculptors or painters, uh, social media influencers or marketing moguls, motivational speakers, and so much more. It can make someone a successful blogger, the town gossip, which is like a lower level talent, I guess, addicted to information, someone who can't stop scrolling on Instagram or TikTok and who's always needing to be tapped in, someone who loves languages or is exceptionally gifted at learning different languages, um, someone who is great at telling jokes or even is a comedian, and also if there are strong aspects to the third house or a lot of planets or stellium in the third house, sometimes that can indicate people who are great speakers or writers. Of course, as I've previously said in episodes, I'm not going to go too deeply into each sign or planet, but we're going to give a quick breakdown on what each sign in the third house could indicate for you, and then we'll go into the planets. So, if you have Aries, here in the third house. You may be impatient in communication matters. There is a slight restlessness, talent in sports, interest in the outdoors or recreation, impulsive and opinionated communicators. They can be quick learners but have difficulty retaining that knowledge and they may have an active nature about them. If you have Taurus here, you may be slow to learn but slow to forget. So maybe very methodically absorbing knowledge, uh, dedication to personal interests, and a desire to learn practical skills because Taurus is a very earthy sign. There may be a need for extra motivation to study and a talent in the arts. If you have Gemini here, you may be a versatile, quick-thinking person with exceptional verbal skills as 
Gemini are natively ruled by Mercury. And you may be a technology lover or even addicted to technology or any number of social apps. You may have a talent for verbal or written communications. So maybe you're a writer or you have a blog or a vlog. <laughs> you're maybe sociable, charming, or and or clever or all of the above. If you have cancer here in the third house, you may be a very solo independent learner. Someone who requires calm and quiet to study. Someone who is highly intuitive and imaginative. You might be somewhat of a daydreamer. You might have a lot of ideas, especially those that are inspired by tradition or the past or something tied to family, possibly. Um, and also a changeable nature when it comes to communication because cancer is natively ruled by the moon. So that ebb and flow, you may have times and periods where you feel that communication comes very freely and flows wonderfully and then other times not so much when you just want to be alone. If you have Leo here in the third house, there's a desire for recognition in the area of communication and for talents that you may have. Uh, Leo in the third house is an ambitious learner. They desire to succeed. They may have talents for drama and visual communications or arts. And an external motivation might be needed to encourage you to study. So maybe somebody else that pushes you to do it or a sense of structure that keeps you on task. If you have Virgo in the third house, you're exceptionally intelligent, no doubt. Um, and you may be very detail-oriented as a student or as a teacher. Dedicated to learning, you probably really love and enjoy reading and writing have a sharp wit and intellect, and great problem-solving skills. And you might also be able to be incredibly organized when you like take notes or uh, about how you read or how you learn. So Virgo is very detail-oriented and likes to bring a sense of organization and structure to whatever it is that um, it's dealing with. If you have Libra here in the third, you may be pleasantly sociable and well-liked when communicating with others. You may have a methodical and balanced learning approach, and you may oscillate between the extremes because Libra is the scales and it's always trying to find balance. So there may be times where you're very dedicated to learning and very diligent and other times when you're maybe slacking off. <laughs> so there's a need for balance anywhere that Libra lands in a chart. You're probably a pleasure to be around and may have people-pleasing tendencies in terms of how you communicate and what you say to others that may need some work, depending on how extreme you're leaning in that direction. And if there's any planets here, you know, making things easier or, or more difficult. Uh, you probably enjoy a harmonious environment when studying and learning. This might be someone who really likes to set the scene of what their office looks like or where they study. They might need like beautiful snacks or a great location or just the right lighting or I don't know, pretty highlighters and like a nice planner to really get in the mood of, you know, studying, learning and expanding their knowledge. Um, Libra also can be very talented in the arts, especially fashion and social sciences. Okay, so if you have Scorpio here in the third, you have a very mysterious style of communication. 
These people tend to be deep thinkers who don't say much, but are very observant and quick learners from these observations that they make, just soaking it all in. And they have a deep comprehension. So these are the people that are silently in the background, just soaking everything in that they're witnessing and like getting so much more information than everybody else would probably. Uh, and if you have Sagittarius in the third, you likely have many hobbies. You gather new skills quickly. You're probably somebody who's a lifelong student and possibly a lifelong teacher and a desire to learn and know everything and learning and reading and growing could even be like um, a way for you to grow and expand. So you might feel like you're really enveloped in time traveling through reading novels um, and also gaining a lot of wisdom through that. And, you know, learning could be a lifelong adventure and that might be an approach that you take. You may have an interest in learning through experience and your travels and also a curiosity and sense of adventure and optimism about life and learning. Uh, and you may also learn well when you're on the go. So you might find that you're a lot more inspired to, you know, to be a student or a teacher if you're studying abroad or teaching abroad. If you have Capricorn in the third, you're a very serious and dedicated and diligent student with a lot of discipline <laughs> and a desire to learn practical skills. You may have a very exceptional memory and enjoy learning scientific facts and maybe invest a lot of time and money into your hobbies. You may be very detached in your style of communication. There might just be a very direct, detached style that isn't very emotionally involved. If you have Aquarius in the third, you have a progressive style of communication. And it may be necessary for you to be passionate about the topic, to feel motivated to study and learn. If you have no interest in it, whatever it is that you're having to study and learn, you might find like it's like pulling teeth. Uh, you may have an interest in learning interesting facts and an exceptional gift at science and technology, talents in conversational skills, and speaking to large groups of people. You might have a futuristic vibe about you and full of ideas for the future and challenge tradition and the status quo, especially when it comes to how you communicate with others or simply communicating uh, challenging tradition and the status quo broadly when you're speaking to people and finally if you have Pisces in the third you can be highly intuitive in areas of communication soft-spoken and tactful often Pisces in the third people tend to be um, they have talents in writing and the arts they often have psychic gifts like exceptional at communicating emotions and sensations and also talents for healing okay so here are the planets and this is if you have the planet, any of these planets landing in the third house. So if you have the th sun in the third, you may have a focus on learning, developing third house skills, which will improve your sense of confidence um, and a desire for constant evolution, growth and expansion in areas of knowledge, communication and the arts. These are active minded people. They develop new ideas and have a sense of pride and their self-identity is kind of tied up in their abilities and interests. 
they might feel their best when mentally stimulated otherwise they might feel lethargic so if you have sun in the third you might really want to be continuously expanding your knowledge or learning or reading uh, just in the sense that it's going to bring you to life and stimulate you and give you a sense of confidence and and sort of light you up if that makes sense the activity is what uh, really helps you shine and if there is no activity here you might feel that you're exhausted and bored if you have moon in moon the moon in the third house then you're likely very intuitive some of these people seem to just be like they're absolute mind readers at times they're very imaginative oftenly they're often oftenly I'm making up words now often they are psychically gifted may have a talent for divination and energy healing like reiki um they are dynamically able to ebb and flow between change chaos and harmony involved in third house areas so they're more able to cope with than other people would be because the moon is here helping them be just like dynamically dealing with whatever changes come in the third house if you have mercury in the third house well the third house is naturally ruled by mercury so lucky you this is a very natural placement which maximizes the potential of third house matters these people are often very clever eloquent witty charming curious inquisitive and talented writers and speakers and sometimes even artists they absorb information like sponges and they really enjoy learning debating conversing and teaching some may even have an interest in technology especially gadgets social media and an interest in how things work or function and others may love to gossip or be liars and manipulators or great storytellers it really is up to you some of these people are so clever and smart for lack of a better term uh, that you know they're gonna get bored so one of the hang-ups of having mercury here is to be careful not to you know bend the truth too much if you're just bored and want something interesting to happen or to bring interest to the conversation right if you have Venus here in the third this placement is really ideal for talented artists uh, or even diplomats socialites or social media influencers they're very charming and good with words. They can even come off flirtatious when they're not really meaning to. Um, they can be very beloved and popular amongst friends, relatives, and neighbors. They might have a talent also for literary arts, drama, fashion, beauty, or poetry. And these people will be drawn to learning pretty much only when it's enjoyable for them or if it's going to practically improve their life or help them express themselves. If you have Mars in the third, this placement brings a kind of quickness and an impulsivity and a need for constant movement because Mars is that that aggression, that assertion, that energy. Um, so you could be someone who wants to be constantly traveling, a person who picks up skills easily and quickly, someone with a sharp tongue and intellect or a very direct style of communicating. Also, these people may prefer hands-on practical knowledge and have a low tolerance for unnecessary information that isn't practical. You know, empty words or sugarcoating are not something that someone with Mars in the third is going to enjoy and they might even get irritated about it. 
these people, however, may be exceptionally good working with their hands, good at crafts, DIY, fixing and renovating, or even just, you know, building things. <laughs> okay, if you have Jupiter in the third, this placement will expand any interests and abilities that are ruled by the third house. So there's going to be a multifaceted, many interests, a desire for constant expansion of knowledge and skills, love of travel, a desire to learn or even teach, and a talent for foreign language. They may have opportunities and luck when traveling too because Jupiter is, you know, the sign of expansion and adventure travel. So you may find that you have, uh, you know, luck and opportunities when you go and travel abroad or study abroad. Um, and there's an ease with learning new skills and an ability to access higher knowledge without ever attending university. These might be the self-taught people um, in many areas of their life. Never went to college, but just to gain this knowledge wherever, you know, on their own. And they may have many acquaintances and are generally curious about connecting and learning from others. They really enjoy people and making connections. And also, they tend to have a jovial nature when it comes to communicating with others as well, so they're probably well-liked. <laughs> if you have Saturn in the third, this placement makes very serious students and teachers, and these people will work really hard to become masters of any skills that they wish to obtain and whatever they hope to achieve. And their learning style can be quite traditional, so they often thrive in, you know, traditional structures when it comes to learning and growing and gaining knowledge, whether that's, you know, like they're not going to be the person that's using Duolingo or uh, Rosetta Stone to learn a language. They're going to go take a college class. <laughs> and they're typically drawn to practical and traditional skills and talents, so Saturn can give a leaning um, toward, you know, like traditional institutions. And... Interestingly enough, if you have Saturn in the third, it can lend an interest in the occult, magic, esoteric, and metaphysical matters. However, they, these people might feel as though they do not belong or have difficulties connecting with others, especially relatives, siblings, or their local community, and they may feel kind of like on the outside of it, if that makes sense. If you have Uranus in the third house, this placement can be a bit chaotic and it creates a desire to be constantly traveling or expanding their knowledge and skills. And these people want to be constantly doing things, whether that's learning or just like multitasking to the extreme, and they are good at it. They may struggle to finish product uh, projects, not products. <laughs> and if they get distracted by the latest thing and they have many interests, especially in unusual things. So one you know, um, issue with the placement like this is to finish what you start. However, they are very progressive thinkers whose minds are never at rest, like not even when they sleep, like they just go, go, go until they can't anymore. <laughs> if you have Neptune in the third, this placement makes a person very intuitive and imaginative, often gifted in the arts. They often have a sixth sense in third house matters, especially communication and gathering information intuitively. Um, th these are the types of people that just, you don't ever have to say anything to them and they'll just pick up on it just silently. It's wild. 
They are often nat naturally gifted artists, especially when it comes to painting, writing, sculpting, drawing, that kind of thing. They are often gentle, poetic communicators. Like they might have a really beautiful way with words just in everyday conversation. And they might sometimes come off a little scatterbrained or dreamy or unfocused. And they may personally experience a lack of clarity and difficulties remembering things. If you have Pluto in the third, this placement often leads a person to desire to understand the world deeply, like on a level that's on a whole other level. <laughs> Studying and learning requires them to be passionate about the topic, to be 100% committed, otherwise they're not going to bother. And they can be exceptional at examining problems, deep diving on issues, and becoming experts in investigatory matters. They may not have that many interests, but they're very passionate about the interests that they do have. And they might be drawn to areas such as psychology, crime and investigation, medicine, or anything which requires a deep analysis and comprehension. So they might only have one to two interests, but those two topics they're deeply invested in learning about. And that is all the signs and all the planets here in the third house. So I hope that you found this uh, helpful and I hope it gives you a clearer view of what the third house is all about and what it can possibly indicate for your sign or any planets you have here. And definitely check out the other two if you are just getting to the third house. Definitely go back and listen to the first and second house and I will hopefully be able to reveal um, and release the fourth house very soon. I've been working on these as I go along and it's actually been really fun. So I'm hoping that you guys are getting a lot from it as much as I'm enjoying doing it. And yeah, if you would like exclusive access to content and podcast merch and early access to episodes that are ad-free, then definitely check me out on Patreon. You just search for Astrology Witch Podcast and it should come up. And I have tons of different tiers and even the lowest tier gets something fun, some kind of cute merch on access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive content, um, including new moon and full moon reports, path working, so like guided meditations for all of the Sabbaths, and I'm also working on a Zodiac-focused uh, path workings. So I will hopefully have those out, you know, um, soon. But I'm working on a lot, a lot of things. But yeah, uh, those are just a couple of the things that you can look forward to on Patreon, which are really fun. And we have a really cool, you know, group of people over there. So definitely join us if you feel inclined. Otherwise, no worries. But thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you're enjoying these as much as I am. And if you have any questions or you want to share feedback with me and let me know what kind of future episodes you'd be interested in hearing, that would be amazing. I am on social media. So I'm on Twitter at Astro W Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Astrology Witch Podcast. And I have a Facebook page called the Astrology Witch Podcast, which you can also message me on if you'd like. And you can also shoot me an email, theastrologywitch89 at gmail. So definitely hit me up with your thoughts if there's anything you feel like reaching out about. I always love hearing from people. And it honestly does help me when I'm stumped as to what I should be 
talking about next. So definitely don't hesitate to reach out. Also, I do natal chart readings. And if you're interested in getting one of those, you can reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook. And um, I'd be happy to help give you a reading. That'd be super fun. So I uh, hope you guys are doing well. And I'll see you in the next episode.